Hi guys, welcome to the Greater Generation Podcast. Today we shall be speaking about um, money and possession. This is our fifth episode. I'm with Molindra, a friend of mine from high school. He's doing finance. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my name is, uh, is Molindra Andrew, like uh, like Christmas just mentioned. I've been in Canada for about uh, for about four years. I came here during high school. I left those days of Christmas back in uh, back in Vienna. Um, I'm doing I'm doing business. I'm specializing in finance, and yeah, it's, it's good. It's good to just come on, you know, reconnect with my boys and get an understanding. You know what are these guys up to? You know, give any personal advice according to my experience, and yeah, I'm hoping just to learn as much as I can from Christmas, as I hope you can learn from me as well. How how is finance? How is finance going? Uh, I think I think I think for me when I when I started studying finance, there's there's a big difference between the finance you see in the movies and the finance that you're gonna see in real life. In real life, there's two types of finance. You have your you have your personal finance, and then you actually have the finance that you gonna do for companies. I think the one that we're here to talk about today is obviously the one that. You know, that relates to the personal, to the personal finance. How can we manage our finances better? How can we build our generational wealth? Things, things, things along those lines. And yeah, for me, for me personally, I would, I would say that just from anything I've learned from school, I'm definitely 100% ready to, to commit. But at the same time, I'm also, I'm also someone who's still learning. This, this, these are not things that everything is going to be taught inside the classroom. You know, I often have chats with my friends and we just come together and understand, you know, what is everyone up to? What is the best business you can start to, you know, to try and build wealth? You know, who is saving, who is not saving? If you're saving, are you saving for the sake of saving or are you saving for the sake of investing at some point in the future? So just trying to find the answers to those questions is something that is uh, that is key that, yeah, that I would, uh, I would actually like to hear in Christmas' perspective, you know? Christmas, have you, been, <laughs> have you been saving, you know? Have you been saving to invest? Have you been saving to go out and party? You know, it's crazy game that master. <laughs> Nindo, you're hitting me too hard, but okay, you're, you're, you're supposed to be my guest. <laughs> anyway, uh, my, my view on finance is, um, I haven't studied a lot about finance. I'm an economist. But um, with first of all, uh, Melinda, what how what do you think about money? What is money? Ah oh, man, money, money money is one of the most difficult subjects to to touch on. I know for me, the, I remember I told you then Christmas that you know for me I'm not a very social media type person. I'm not a person that easily keeps in touch with uh, with different people and obviously that's something that's not that's something that's not good not something to to look fondly upon and for me for the most part even though this might even sound as like an excuse it's, the reason that happens is because i'm chasing the bag when i say that i'm not saying that oh i'm starting this business i'm starting this and this but the one thing i realized with the system in canada is that if you want to make money your money starts from the grades that you achieve in school. You understand? So for me, as soon as I clicked that concept that to make money, you have to get good grades, especially if you're not going to be the type of person that goes out, starts A, B, and C businesses. But as, as an international student, for me, that's something that's personally had. 
wanted to just first you know get a foothold in this country so for me the best way to do that was through through school so yeah you know i had a chat with many of my friends as you mentioned jova and keto jackson those guys and where they chatted you know we said that one time we want to be at what at that one percent level and we started to motivate each other but for me i think i took it a bit a bit too too serious and i remember i was even just telling you just today that i started waking up at weird times i started waking up at four five study to go out and walk and things and things uh, and things like that but yeah so for me for the most part um right now i've just been focusing on doing the best that i possibly can in school so that i get the best job that i possibly can um the job i'm actually targeting mostly targeting the uh, banking the banking industry which is something that's difficult to get into but a lot of people chase it because obviously because of what because of money so money can make you do can make you do weird things it can make you lose the connections that you have with different people is it is it worth it that's not a question i can answer right now that's that's yeah. not a question i can answer right now because i'm still in the process you understand i'm still moving through I'm still moving through the motions. Um I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still making my my sacrifices and it's on, there's only so much you can you know you can tell right now it's only 4 or 5 years maybe even 10 years depending on what you choose to do. You understand that you can be like okay so I sacrificed my friendships I sacrificed you know time with my family I haven't seen my sisters in 4 years. You understand because when I'm not when I'm not in school I'm here chasing an internship so that I can get that you know that good job you understand when i'm not in when i'm not in an internship i'm in school saying i want to get those good grades all because of what all because of money so i think i think i think it just it just comes i think you you can make as much money as you're willing to sacrifice depending on how much time you're willing to sacrifice depending on how many relationships you're willing to sacrifice i think money just comes down to the relationship the relationship that you are especially willing to sacrifice um Okay, uh, I understand you. So, uh first give us your view on money. Your 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 rough perspective on money. Um okay, to me, I feel like the way they say money is the root of all evil. You know, people can get separated as Mulindo said. You can lose connections from your friends because of money. You can lose a lot of stuff like Because even uh, even family, you know, most people be like looking up to you to, you know, get uh, money, become rich, what what. But when you don't, they now start underlooking you as a person. Yeah, we understand. Um, my my view about money is that uh, money is like water or fire. It's it's good and it's bad. but i think that its benefits are more than um it's as a bad side it, its bad side is limited and the, the bad side can wear out or you can work on it but living without money is tricky tricky <laughs> and and and, like, and you know what mm. like just like just 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 even on on what on what of bad side you know a lot of people like to run away from that point that money you know money is very evil if people like to say the love the love of money is the root of all evil but if you actually think about it imagine before before you're making let's say $5000 then out of nowhere you start a good business blah 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 now you're making up you're making over a million dollars 
that a million dollars has now given you access to unlimited number of drugs that you want. I don't know if you're Christian, but the deal and give you unlimited access to all these things that going out to parties, that going out to you know prostitution and all these things. You know, because you now feel like you have that power. If, you know that 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 amount of money, especially in fact, if you do not have what you're going to use your money for, that's when it's a bad thing. If you just have a lot of money sitting there. That's like that's a bad thing because then it's going to give you access to do all these other bad things. You understand? Yeah, But people yeah. do like to run away from that thing that money is a root of all evil. I don't think it's a root of all evil, but it, it definitely gives you access to a lot of things that are evil. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I understand you. Um, yeah. Do, do you think there's a relationship between money and success? It's one of the most that's one of the most difficult questions to answer it's, it's like it's, it's it's like it's like you know what it's like it's like what obed said mm. there's i think when it comes to society on an individual basis i think we all know like if, if everyone's alone in their head everyone knows that i can be successful and not have money but then when when we all come together as a society and we are saying who is successful we are going to look at who is the richest person i i, I don't know if i don't know if I've, i don't know if I've, if, I've, if I've made sense like like for me right now if you came to me alone in my room i would tell you that oh someone who's successful someone who goes out on a daily basis gets what they have to get done and moves on he just keeps getting what he has to get done he doesn't look back but then if i came together with you or bed and crispus and then we decided that Oh, well, we're now looking at successful people. The first thing that we'll probably do would be we're going to Google who has the most money, who's the richest person, and then say, because someone says the richest person, they're the most successful. But you also have to take into the fact that a lot of a lot a lot of people are successful and don't even have money. Look at the people who start these nonprofits. Look at the people who start all these charities. They're successful in the sense of we are helping this number of people. But they're not successful in the sense of I have X amount of billions of dollars. If they, if, if 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 that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think I think I think in in terms in terms of society, a hundred a hundred percent society is going to is going to always say that the person that has the most money is a person who uh, is essentially the most uh, the most successful. But on an individual basis, according to me. I do not think I do not think that's true because that would mean that all these students who achieve good grades, you know, when you when you're a kid, no one's going to judge you based off of how much money you have. They're going to judge you based off does he achieve good grades? Does he uh, does he go to school? You know, does he do what is required of him? You know what I mean? And then we can say this kid is successful. I think I think I think money is definitely one of the uh, one of the factors that we can consider when talking about who is successful and who is not successful but i don't think it should be like on 100% that if you don't have money you're not successful i don't know what 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 do you think no uh, i i get your point i, I just okay according to me mm. i know many rich people who according to me have not achieved their goal because i think success uh depends on the goal you set for yourself Some people are not interested in money. Some people are interested in happiness, and that's where their joy is going to come. They don't care whether they are the average human being or the the billionaire or 
So I think success uh, depends on what what your goal is, what what you set your goal to be. Me, I might be successful maybe by publishing too many episodes. So, <laughs> so uh, to to like teach that, people. Still, that still stuff. needs to money. Yeah. No. No. Let's first remove the uh, monetary the part. Yeah. Let me first speak about the, the part of how much I'm giving out to society and how many people are picking from it. Just mm-hmm. like like at the end of this discussion, maybe we shall be speaking of ways to get money, how to handle money, stuff like that. You understand? So according to me, many people are going to listen to this and they are going to learn something out of this. And it would make me feel happy. That 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 would be my main goal to to teach someone out there. And then some other people just want to have billions and billions of money in their account. They don't use it. They don't give out to charity. They they don't invest anything new. They don't. They they just want they just want to check their account, their account <laughs> balance. Actually, a certain amount of money. So. May I think this the relationship is uh, between money and success is it's not so tight. It's a shaky relationship because no, you I, see, if we look at our societies like in Uganda, the mm. deep deep village. There are those people who who are fine without money. They are like just fine because they have their gardens. They're going to wake up. They are going to harvest. They they know they have what to eat. Mm-hmm. They, they just need the money. What are they? Maybe for medication or something. So yeah. the money is not priority. Yeah. So according to me, the relationship is there, but it's not too tight. Not, it's not a significant. Yeah. In modern no, I, society, I, I, I 100% agree. 100% agree with what you're saying. Because if you actually think of money, money is just a number. Like even if you became the richest person in the world. There's no bank that's even going to give you 90%. Do you think Jeff Bezos is going to go to the bank and tell us? <laughs> then they can't. They, they, if the bank can't, doesn't even have, might not even have that amount of cash sitting on hand. Like mm. at, at some point, money just becomes the number in your bank account, and that's that. That's the one reason why all these rich people will always tell you, "Oh, I'm not yet happy," because there's always so much more money that you can gain, but there's even more. Then you can lose. You understand? So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's never a constant thing. So you have rich people saying that I don't want to lose this. I don't want to lose what I have. But at the same time, I want to grow. So it's, it's, there's always a disconnect between what you have and what you want. And that it will almost, it will almost never, never, ever be enough. And even, even, even like you said, when it comes to the different goals that people have, right? So for you, your goal might be happiness and you're successful. You know, you start your family, you start your podcast. You know, you're, you're, you're creating value to all these different people. Then person B might say that for me to be uh, to be successful, I want to achieve this amount of money this year, this amount of money this year, this amount of money this year. So I, I definitely think that 100% what you said was correct. Success just depends on the different goals that you set for yourself. But the only problem is like I said, when it comes to society, when I'm looking, we are looking at someone, we do not know what that person, what's in that person's diary, what that person has set for themselves as goals. The only sure. thing that we can see is how much money does this person have? How much money does this person uh, spending? How big is their house? How, how many cars do they have? 
like I don't know I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense but like yeah the only the, the only the only I'll say the only visible thing that us as society can see is is how much money someone is maybe we can never really have a look into what that person's background is and what they do on a daily basis to actually say that this person is successful and I think that's that's what definitely makes it makes it very difficult and also the fact that me as a person and I know a lot of people care even the people that say I don't care what people think at some point you, you do care you want people to think of you in, in a high regard you want people to respect you and if, if you're learning that oh they respect people with money like even though you're such a person who goes on to do A, B and C you, you, there's always going to be that part of I want to achieve that respect but I'm not saying money is the only way to get that respect I'm not saying money is the only way because you can definitely get respect by creating value and you know giving back to many people in different communities but a lot of the but a lot a lot of a lot of things that people attribute to success are things that they can physically see things that you have you know the possessions that you have so yeah but definitely 100% what you said was uh, was correct i think success just depends on the different goals that that you set for yourself but if if i now if if, if i may actually ask you why why does society why does society have a higher regard for money why do you think society has a higher regard for money um there there's there, there's there's a lot we need to learn about society society mm-hmm. keeps on changing with generations um mm-hmm. a long time ago people didn't care about money okay let's start with the evolution of money let's start from better trade people cared more about possessions you give me a goat i give you a plate you okay. give me a plate i give you a portion so so people care about more about people who traded who traded gold for mirrors <laughs> <laughs> no because they 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 grew up in what in in the gold uh society mm. now you have to find people who didn't know gold you know the more we trade is the more things go around the world the the supplies and then people get to know all about this stuff so i think the relationship between people and money is that with money uh, m- money excludes the fact of the fact that there is better trade so with money you can achieve anything you want anything that's not emotional anything that's physical with money you can achieve so society sets standards that when you have money you're literally the happiest or most satisfied person i think that's that's a society rule it's not it's not perfectly true but to some extent it's somehow true hey i get i can definitely 100 i can under i can 100% agree that i remember a couple of weeks ago my mom was telling me not to stress from work blah 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 so i was telling her like why don't you retire no i mean like <laughs> You 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 set you set up your your businesses on the sides. You have these investments on the side. Mm. You're not you're not you're not. It's not like you know you're too old to to start saying that. Oh, I want to build a new house. You don't need a new car. Like you know mm. you you've invested enough for us to go to uni and we're okay. And you can live. You can still live a comfortable life. So why stress yourself more in this stressful position? you know and then it like it just like it just it, it literally just comes down to everyone wants to have a little bit more everyone keeps saying after this amount i'm going to be after this amount i'm going to be understand <laughs> but but when 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 all your friends you know all your, all your friends are in all these high positions they're making all this money you don't want to be the person that shows up to a gathering and they ask you know what do you do and and they're like oh i do nothing you know i have this and then everyone says oh i'm doing this and i'm making this the next amount you get 
yeah you you've you brought me to to this to this other question do you think okay how much money do you think is enough is there enough money so i disagree there will never be a money an amount of money that be enough. 100% i disagree not if you think about it right if someone if someone came if someone was in the village and they had a dream of going to kampala they go to so in the village maybe let's say 100,000 you're rich right so they set mm-hmm. a goal of 100,000 hmm? this person then moves to kampala and they start saying that okay rich people let's say for example make maybe 1 million uganda shillings hmm? then they now set a goal of 1 yeah. million then let's say this person now maybe gets lucky gets a trip to dubai they now start seeing that people are making what millions in dollars this person will now set a goal of what I need to make that millions in dollars to live the life that these people are living. Because the the, rich, the the more rich you become, the higher your class gets, and you start chilling with, you start essentially um, interacting with more and more richer, richer people, right? So in the village, you're interacting with this set of rich people. Then you learn of another set of rich people in Kampala. Then let's say you move to Dubai, you learn about another set of rich people, and they all you always want to get to that class, want to get to that class. And I think if 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 anything. When it comes to money, if, if there's a ceiling, I think that ceiling just comes to to uh, the number of people you can compare yourself to. It just becomes, instead of comparing yourself to, I'm comparing myself to society, it just comes me versus him. So for example, let's say Bill Gates versus Jeff Bezos. You think Bill Gates cares about being richer than the whole, than, than, than society? He, like he doesn't, like for him, it's... He's so rich, like it's just a number. If he was to care about being rich, he would just say that I want to be richer than Jeff Bezos. That's the only person he's seen close to him. Like you, you know, you, you get what I mean. So, uh, 100%, I disagree that there is an amount of I, money that 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 is enough. Yes, I I get you and I understand, and I also think that money will never be enough because the more you get money, is the more you get more needs mm-hmm. and you know w- when you're poor you you, you just you, you remember what mr galiwango told us in economics uh when when you're poor you care about eating maybe <laughs> poor people's food maybe silver fish or something mm-hmm. like that and you start getting a certain amount of money you elevate you start going for maybe pizzas burgers and then when you get even more money now you no longer want to eat these pieces. You want to have a personal chef to make for you your own food at your own home. You want to build, maybe even want to build a restaurant. <laughs> so, so I don't think money is it. Money will and, ever be enough. And, and and you know what? On on that point, I can personally, I can even personally uh, attest to that because I remember, I remember, I remember in high school and. Because because uh, I was in I was in boarding school, my parents weren't giving me as much pocket money, and and in Canada you're not allowed to work. But as soon as I got to uni, and you know they elevate that that amount of pocket money, and they now said, oh, you can also work. So you now have this amount of what? This amount of you have X amount of money. In high school, where I would be, you know, I'd be in boarding, I'm eating noodles, I'm eating what what. No, no, at least I can afford to order myself like a pizza once in a while, not some KFC. You understand? Mm, but now even, even, now even in the in now the time that I start working, you think I'll still be eating pizza and KFC. I also want something different. You understand? 
No, you, you want a chef. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we had to teach people to save money. <laughs> yeah, it's a part of saving money. Uh, so about about money and possessions. Mm. First, give me uh, the difference between money and possessions. In order to have a possession, you need to spend. You need to spend money, right? Then again, there there are people who do not have a lot of money, but have so many possessions. Let's say, for example, someone who's not money conscious, and every single paycheck they get, they want to buy a new car, or they want to buy this new house, and their bank balance is always low. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, ah, that like that's that's a hard one. I don't know if you can really. I don't know if you can really separate. I'm not sure if you can really separate. The yes, two. Y- yes. I've I've understood. I've I've understood what you're saying. And this is going to take me to this other part uh, of definitely everyone knows the difference between money and possessions. Mm-hmm. With possessions, I don't want to include assets mm-hmm. because uh, assets you're going to be gaining, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I want to to speak of things like houses, mm-hmm. things like vehicles. Land. Uh, no, land land appreciates. I want to speak of. Those things that actually I'm not going to give you. Yeah, like I got money and I bought a five hundred thousand dollar suit. <laughs> <laughs> How does that benefit? So uh, I think I think that, that's, okay, that's okay. I think I think I think I think the question the question has become has become more clear. Um, I think on like even on the point of the five hundred thousand dollar suit, you understand Christmas. You understand? If I called you for a gathering Christmas, you know you and Obed, I called you for a gathering, and you know we're going to have some pork. Maybe, maybe let's say let's 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 call it a more formal gathering, and you're going to for the Muslims. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's say beef. Let's say beef. Let's say beef. Let's say beef. Right? Okay. Let's even make the formal event. Let's say I call you guys for a reunion dinner with the rest of the class. Right? That's yeah. Like and I'm not saying in any bad way. That let's say that let's say that for example that that five hundred dollar suit is not the same suit you're going to be wearing twenty years from now when you're successful and you're interacting with people who have millions of dollars. You understand? So I guess so you. when you're coming to see us as your boys, you might be like, oh okay, you know what? I'm I'm still working my way up. I do not have to wear, you know, a ten thousand dollar suit. Let me wear maybe this one for five hundred dollars. You understand, but then when you're interacting with people that have all this money, it comes it comes back to society. If everyone around you, you know, everyone around you knows that if this person is wearing a suit that has this name, that suit must be around twenty thousand. If it has this name, maybe this amount. If you go to to such to such a place where people know the names of, you know, who made this suit, was it a personal tailor, blah blah blah, and you show up with the five hundred five hundred dollars suit, you might look good, but you understand that no. But then now there will be the perception of. Does this guy really belong here? And I think that, and I think that's that's the, that's the same. That's the same way it comes down to money and possessions. So you can have, you can yes, you can have your money, but then because all the all the people you're interacting with have five cars, all the people you're interacting with have Benzes, all the people you're interacting with have Lamborghinis. You decide that okay, that that's not something I want, but it's just something that I have to have to fit in. I think in fact the only difference, the only difference between. No, go ahead. Go I ahead. think we should add this to society. What the society issue later in this podcast? Okay, yeah, because definitely. there's a big problem with the, like the people of our age mm-hmm. and society. They, they 
they, people do not even work, but they want to be at certain standards. 100%. I, I understand. 100%. I get yeah. It. 100%. So maybe later in the podcast, we shall speak about uh, money and society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, explaining yourself no i was actually just i was actually just finishing up saying that the only the only difference the only big difference i'd see between money and possessions is that possessions is is, is mainly society society driven you understand mm. like because the fact is christmas when you when you grow up there's there's only so many cars you wanted to have you understand maybe you wanted to get a lamborghini a Benz, like and then you'd be happy but now imagine you go you, you go you go to a bed's house or bed now has Bentley he now has Audi he now has BMW <laughs> you know you know like for me and a bed at the same level we have almost the same money and I have one car that doesn't make sense that doesn't I need to sense. up my I need, I need to also up myself mm. you understand so for me I, I think see. I think the yeah. only the only difference between money and possessions would just come down to society it's just possessions i think are just society driven but money money i think money i think is both society and personal and personal drive okay uh and then let's let's now switch from possessions to assets i know you you're going to have a lot to speak about this <laughs> as a finance <laughs> don't over don't over don't over don't over bust for me <laughs> I think I'm blowing that on your behalf. <laughs> I think I think when, when when it comes to to assets the thing people people have to understand is not not everything is an asset some things are bad investments so say for example me as a young professional I decided to go out in the whatever industry I decided to go out into if I wanted to make mm. to make an investment like you said land land appreciates you know so I'll go out and decide that okay I want to buy this land 10 40 years from now maybe build 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 maybe not build rather but plant some trees on this land and let these trees what let these trees grow and then 20 years from now I come I reap my benefits I get my money you understand an asset is anything that's going to generate future benefit or or rather future cash flow you understand so something like a car a car is not a car is not a liability but it it generates significant costs to you you understand because you now have to pay for gas you now yeah. have to pay for insurance and so if you're buying the car outright you now have to you have to pay for that what you have to pay for that yeah yeah you understand you, you pay all that money yeah. and it's not going to generate unless you're going to use it for business it's not really going to generate a significant amount for you so when I, and and then like even the fact that you know you understand like even like even me even me knowing this uh that you know as as a young person you have to invest in different assets it now comes down to what assets do you invest in you know me 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 growing up the only asset that i really knew was maybe maybe you you build a house you put it out for rent and you make some money or you build or you build a house or, you, or rather you buy some land and you keep it for x amount of years and you sell it whenever whenever you need the work whenever you need the money but then I'd say as a as a person who's now coming from a more finance background you now learn that oh you can actually invest in what invest in gold without actually touching any gold you understand you can invest in oil without having any barrel of oil you understand mm. it's the same way you can go out and invest in what in stocks in in forex and in fact let me actually remove forex i hate i hate people who forex trade i hate i hate it i hate it so much 
I think I think any 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 finance any finance student will tell you this. A lot of for okay, a hundred percent. I I do not disagree that there there might be people out there who are who are making this money, this this crazy ten thousand dollars a day, blah blah blah. But as a finance student and understanding what drives for it, that's 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 a market that you will almost always lose. Only one percent of the traders make wins in those in those forex markets, and the only reason that they make wins is because the banks let them have wins. So what, essentially, what happens is that if a bank has X amount of money in this currency, and a company in Europe wants, let's say the company is an American company but operates in Europe, now the European company wants dollars, what, to report its earnings. To now come to X bank and tell them let's exchange what, let's exchange money. Now during earnings seasons, when all these international companies blah 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 are now reporting earnings and they're converting their money, the dollar what appreciates and now if you're in dollars blah 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 someone they know the dollars will go up, but that's because it's driven by what, by demand and it's also driven by the banks. But then the banks, for the banks to do this, they need liquidity. Because remember, like I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast or before, that. Banks do not have all the all the amount of money that that you think they have. Banks, banks essentially just have numbers. Like this person has this number, this person has this number. You understand? So a bank needs liquidity and it needs people to participate. So it needs these these traders that go out and lose ten thousand dollars a day to participate in the what? In the in the trading. But the fact is, for them to always have these people that are losing money, they need to give them small wins from time to time. You understand? So the bank might give you like a small win here, small win here, and you're gonna lose ten trades. Yeah, I get. Uh, and then back to the point of assets. Um, um, I'll, I'll my, my view. No, yeah. go, go ahead. I, I was actually about to uh, finish up on that because I remember I stopped and uh, I stopped and you know you can invest in oil, gold, uh, stocks, and whatever. Oh yeah, you can't be fine. Okay, yeah. So I like on the point of assets, I was saying that. A lot of the assets that you know we grew up seeing, so we grew up seeing, you know, maybe your parents has a house and they rent it out, or they have land and it appreciates. But when you come out to these countries and you learn that you can invest in, in gold without actually having gold, invest in oil without actually holding a barrel of oil, or even investing in stocks and all these things, you start to see that there are a lot of opportunities to us to make money. And rather than investing wholly in one in one single asset, the best thing you can do is diversify. You understand? So you maybe invest some of your money in gold, oil, maybe even some stocks. You understand? Maybe even in the in the bond market, you invest in some bonds, some government bonds, and you and you and you slowly you slowly but surely try to what to, to build to build your wealth. You understand? And 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 I'll say like and now now especially is one of the best times to actually get into the stock market i'm not saying you go and trade that you're trading at stocks looking at them all like all day but you can just go out and look at the indexes so you look at let's say the s p 500 which is just a basket of around uh, 500 the top 500 us companies so when you invest in the s p 500 you have invested in 100 in, sorry in 500 companies you just split the, the money you've invested equally among your all those companies so if X amount of companies go up significantly and two companies go down, these companies that have gone higher are going to pull up your watch your profits. And that's, yeah. that's, that's why it's better to invest in a diversified portfolio. But no, what, what are you saying? What are you saying? So, um, 
Okay, to, to summarize your point, I think this is a cry for everyone listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I know most of the people are listening to this uh, like our age. Mm-hmm. They should start investing. It's never too late. You know, it's going to be... It's, it's really sad when, when you're grown and you see the people you went to school with mm-hmm. are, are living their dream life. And then for you, you're just starting to, to find ways of getting money. Exactly. So... The, the main point is that people should invest more uh, at a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then me, on the part of assets, I think there's, there's a lot of stuff we, we need to teach people of our generation. We need to have... People care about possessions, like, honestly. I, you see, most of the people of our age, they, they, they want to be seen in, in cars. They want to be seen... With the best shoe, don't be seen, but if you start, don't be seen in name brands, you know, I'm wearing Versace, I'm wearing Louis. Uh, uh, Adidas. Yeah, I get, and then they forget that at 10 years from now, when when your parent is now caring for your toddlers, you're, you're going to be having a wife, you're going to be now managing your own finances, and now the Adidas will not make any sense. Exactly. But if you had, like, if you had made, if you had invested some time back, maybe at that moment, maybe you'll be having a building where you might maybe, where you would be generating like monthly income. The, no. the cry here is that people should have more, should should invest more at this age. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and so so that they don't have to suffer. Mm-hmm. And and I a hundred percent. I hundred percent agree with what with what you said, but the one thing you have to consider is that knowledge knowledge is not power. And so that, that that's that, that's that's one of the biggest misconceptions that people have that that knowledge is power. Like me as myself, being obviously a finance student, I'm more I'm more I'm more well knowledgeable about the opportunity to invest and make money, but. It's like they say 90% of doctors who will tell you that uh, bad eating, unhealthy eating is, is, is bad for you, are overweight. You understand? They have the knowledge, mm. but they're not applying this what? This knowledge. You understand? I think, I I think knowledge more so is the potential of power if you use the knowledge. But you yourself having knowledge does nothing for you. Knowledge is not something you can carry and take to the bank and say that here it is. I have this amount of knowledge. There are people who go to, I was telling my boys, there are people who go to Harvard and end up on the street. You understand? Or like, like knowledge in and of itself is nothing without actually going out and taking action. And people think that, oh, I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn A, B, and C. And because I have knowledge of this, I have the power. But if you never apply that knowledge, you're the same as someone who does not even have the knowledge because none of you will be doing anything. Yeah, you understand, yeah? Yeah, I, I get you very... I'm sure our listeners should also be... <laughs> so, um, I want to, to speak about the problems created by money. Mm-hmm. Do you think money creates problems? Oh, in fact, do you think money is a problem? I mean, I, I think money in and of itself is money a problem. Um, hmm. I think money is a problem if you don't have it. Money in and of itself is a problem <laughs> if you don't have it. Yeah, but that's, that's if very if, if, true. If, if it came to problems related to money, I think 
the problems would now come would now arise when it comes to getting the money you understand so when you're in the process of getting the money that's when you lose this relationship that's when you know you start doing um all these illegal bad things trying to get the money and so but then but now go ahead. you know andrew let, let me let me say this yeah mm-hmm. uh you money looking for money does not make you lose relationships i no, no, i, I, I just I, want I to I, and you, you know you know you know the, you know the reason I'm, i say that for the for that point <laughs> i speak i speak of that point from from my from my personal experience i'm not saying oh, that yeah i'm not saying that if you went out if someone went out and actively looked for money they would lose out on their personal relationships or blah 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 i'm just saying like for me like i said before like for me having made the association that that going to school and blah mm-hmm. blah blah like doing well in school and then making that sacrifice to do as much as i can in school as a result has led me yep. to losing a lot of relationships that i had before which which is fine mm-hmm. you see uh like four weeks ago i i released an episode called friendships yeah yeah with elvis yeah. and yeah and in this episode i i i told people about uh relationships mm-hmm. with their friends and you realize that when you start looking for ways of getting money mm-hmm. you're actually going to lose some friends because some people are not interested mm-hmm. in what you're doing. so there is a certain category of people you lose and then there's a new category of friends you're going to make okay because every time you start seeing the, the world in a different view mm-hmm. people who think like you automatically are attracted mm-hmm. so now you're going to start hanging around people who are interested in investing mm-hmm. and what and stuff so it does not necessarily mean that okay that's my view no i know i know and and, and and you know what maybe in fact you've actually better you've actually better put it because i'm not saying that oh i have no friends because the fact is I, i'm on i'm on the phone for about 4 5 hours every day talking to these guys of Omadi, Jovan, Jackson, Keto, Magezi, mm-hmm. the whole squad. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them shout outs. Uche. And if I forgot to you, you're not funny, you know? <laughs> you understand? But mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm giving, you know, I I'm giving the whole squad shout outs but like like that like that's that's my kachiko. You understand? We come together every mm-hmm. day and we understand what is everyone up to. You know, we, we make jokes mm-hmm. and everything but and said like like those those are the personal relationships that you know I've, I can definitely say these, these these people can be more than my friends and now even be family and these are people you know if, if I have make a decision I I consult these people but I think for me like for me personally I've never I've never been a person that's going to have 100 plus friends I don't I don't think I've ever been that that socially active of a person I'm I'm the type of person that likes to I like something small that I can control you understand So if I have a small group mm. of friends that just off the top of my head I have, you know I've listed I can I can just say that oh this is my friend this is my friend like I I I feel like there's so much power in that like rather than having a hundred friends and meaningless connection you know you have no one that you can actually go and actually talk to and if I if I ever had anything any business plan anything to do with with the with money these are the people that you know I go and consult obviously sometimes guys will laugh at you and say what are you thinking what 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 but then at the end of the day you have to understand that these are what these are people that are what that are actually looking out for you so I 100% yeah, agree that you always you always need that circle of friends that 
or on the same wavelength as you. This is not this is not a journey you can you can you can walk on your own and think. This is the the the, the road the road to getting money is filled with depression. It's my filled with so many ugly things, so many ugly things. It's not if you walk this road alone, you might even commit suicide. All these actors, what 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 you see, committing suicide, what what what. If you walk this road alone, you might look like you have a lot of friends, but if you walk it alone, it has so many ugly things, so many ugly things. To some extent, I, I I really hate social media and the way it does its things. Mm. And people at our age are suffering a lot. Yeah, mm. you know it's very normal for people to grow up financially. Mm-hmm. Like our parents, they were also at this stage where they were looking for ways of getting money, uh, investing, doing things. But the social media these days yeah, plays a very negative role. Like. People just have to show, like, bro, I just dropped a Benz, bro. You, so they, they don't show the other part of you need to wake up, you need to work so hard, you need to put in your knowledge, your ideas, you need to speak to as many people. Uh, you need to do a lot of research. You need, and and, and they, they do not. And, and you know what, Christopher? So that that's one of the biggest reasons why. For me, I I almost completely left left social media because a lot of the things that you see is, is I I actually like to refer to it as as a balance sheet. You know, when the balance sheet is just a, a snapshot of a company's financial statement. So Instagram, for example, is just a snapshot of what someone's life is. That's not that's the, I don't think Instagram. It might reflect a moment of happiness in a person's life, but it's not going to capture. The holistic view of this person's life, if they're happy or if they're not happy. The only thing you're gonna be seeing is everyone is happy, so I should be happy. Everyone is making money, no, so no I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the funny bit with social media is that no one gets sad. Everyone is ever happy. True, and the people who are sad <laughs> take it to the most extreme extent. It's almost as if they're showing it off. <laughs> Fourteen crying emojis. You, you, you understand, like. I don't know, like, and and then it also comes down to the fact, especially in in these countries where you're 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 with a lot of uh, of white people, like the black youth only see black individuals or black successful people in sports, in what's it called, in music, rap, and all these things, and they don't get a chance to see black successful people in actual professional fields. You know what I'm saying? So if you know you grow up and all you're seeing is footballers, musicians, rappers, you know, basketball players making millions, millions, millions. And you never see a black doctor. For you, the only thing you're going to have in your head is I'm either not become a basketball player or I'm going to become maybe a rapper. Or a rapper. Or maybe I'll just join a game. Like whatever, whatever gives me my money quick. And, and I think the and then. Now, let me just, I'll just finish this. Uh, I was just going to say that I think the most important thing is to always, to always, always have a plan. So it's it's one thing to say that I want to be rich, but if you actually sit down and ask yourself why, and the reason that I really like to drive on this point is that I remember, I think I, I think I actually mentioned this is when I, when I initially said that oh, I want to do banking and A, B, and C. Trust me, like I had no idea of what banking actually was, other than maybe you go deposit your money, what, what, what. But there's a lot more to banking. You understand? It's and then I did, I did, I did a bit more research, and then I understood that eh, 
man, banking requires this DPA, what, what, my DPA was offside. You understand? Banking requires you to do these <laughs> extracurriculars, money extracurriculars, maybe on the weekend I go out for a party. You understand? Like banking required, banking required so much more than I had that I had to, and, and you know, that's why I'm a hundred percent. In fact, I, I told myself that if I ever got a chance, I'll shout out Keto. Let me tell you, I would not be where I am. I'd not be where I am today if it wasn't for Keto. Let me tell you, Keto called me. I'll never forget the date. It was January. Rodas dad had come to visit us. We were in Walmart. And Keto gave us a phone call. Me, Jackson, Magazine, and said, I watched this video, guys. Let me send it to you. We need to get serious about our lives. We need to make money in this life. And we can't just say we want to make money. We have to actually develop a plan. And then make, actually sit down and say, okay, you want to make money. How are you going to make money? Ask the perfect question. You understand? Then when you ask yourself how, then you ask yourself, okay, what can I do now to get to that point? That kind of thinking, I've applied it to every single thing that I've done. And 100% on my graduation, on my wedding, I'll never forget to start out Keto. Because Keto is the one that put me onto that mindset. You understand? So Keto Arnold, if you're listening, shout out to you. <laughs> I'll make sure he listens to this part. Because I told him, that any opportunity that I'll ever get, I tell him, I tell him every once in a while that man, the only reason I'm able to achieve what I'm able to achieve. Because for me, I'm not a person that maybe I'll achieve and post on Instagram, WhatsApp, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, like, I'm not that type of person. So if I have an achievement, I'll post it in the group. You understand? So for me, all the achievements I've been able to achieve academically, uh, professionally, maybe just getting my internships, blah, 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 have all been as a result of the day that Keto woke us up and had the conversation with us. And 100% I always be, I always be grateful to him. Man, it's, it's very difficult to like have, man, you know, in, in the daily life we live here, yeah, mm-hmm. people, people do not tell you. You, let, you know, the, the thing with the people of our age is social media portrays things too differently. Mm-hmm. That's why when you have someone like Keto, you, you have to be, I really appreciate really it. Someone who you up and they're like, yo, bro, you need to do this. You need to get up. You need time is running out. Yeah, and, Definitely, and, and, those are like people are building your, your future. Mm-hmm. Other times, we come and wait for our parents. But like, you know what, when you're growing old, you need to. And then, you know, the motivation, the greatest motivation comes from the people next to you. Exactly. Me, I, I haven't I haven't been with my parents throughout my life. I've been a boarding since primary. I've been a, I used to see my parents. What like did you do? What did you do? <laughs> no, like like that advice from parents, mm. yeah. You know, you know when you school your parents see you doing homework, they wake up, they take you to school. Mm-hmm. Now me I've grown up in a society based environment whereby the vibes you get from the people around you make who you are. 100%. You see someone, something bad, or they encourage you, it's because they're, they're the people tell you what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, if you have like friends like Kato who can speak to you about finance and entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. how to make money, that, that's like so great. You're too blessed. Our <laughs> collective to you, he also talks to you. <laughs> you should just become <laughs> a motivational speaker. Anyway, do uh, you think there's a silver bullet to getting money? 100% no. 
and you know and, and you know what it, it, it really comes down to the point as, as to why I, as, as to why I hate as to why I hate forex because a lot of people think that man I'm going to just take this one course and I'm going to start making ten thousand dollars you understand people think that <laughs> like 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 think like think about like the the position that you are in is a result of the accumulated decisions that you have had to make throughout your life there's no there's no one decision that that you're going to say this is the reason that that you know that that I got that I got this amount of money or that I got this position or that I got this success you know what I'm saying this like it's just yeah. it's just it's just a ball of accumulated decisions okay let me just give you an example say for example um if 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 I gave you today if I offered you one dollar that doubles every day for 30 days or 1 million euros which one would you take your picture stimulating like and i pick i pick my 1 dollar not so two days let's say let's say uh three days three days into the let's say three days into proceeding so after the first day i now have 2 dollars the next day i have 4 dollars you know you have 3 million in your in your bank account when uh so yeah you, you, i ask you to pick between uh between 1 million between uh, the 3 million and and uh, and a dollar and you picked and you picked the dollar right so now so now two days into proceeding i have the the one dollar has turned into four and for you have three million in your bank account right yeah if you sat down and do and 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 did calculations that that one dollar in 30 days becomes 10 million that one dollar if it doubled every day for 30 days it would become 30 if it, if it doubled every day for 30 days it would become 10 million And and you know what the choice that you made between day one and day two is not different because only the, like it's the same choice of the money is going to double. So between day day twenty nine and day thirty, on day twenty on day twenty nine you have you have what you have five million, but the same choice of doubling has not changed that five to ten. You understand? So it's 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 not make like make like making money will never. Will never be the that there's one silver bullet. It's just uh, what's it called a compounded compound. How can I how can I just put just a compounded basket of the diff of the choices that you have to make, and these choices have to be on a on, on a consistent basis. So the choice that you make verse on day one versus day two is the same as a choice that you would have to make between day 29 and day 30. But the outcome of the decision on day one, day two, you made. What you made an additional dollar on day twenty nine and day thirty, you're making five million dollars. You understand? So that's the that, that's the one most important thing that people understand is that you need to be willing to make different decisions on a consistent basis. You know, the, like making money will never be. I'm going to get one course and make. This this course is going to give me the amount of money that I want, and I want to achieve A, B, and like A, B, and C. You get like you get what I'm saying. It it will never be that. It will never be that one thing. And that's and that's for me personally. That's the one thing. Me as me, I have struggled with because for me right now, my my you could almost say I have tunnel vision because for me the only way that I see to make money right now is either starting a business, which I'm which which I'm always like. I think Devan Devan had told you, you know. When he told you that he was saving, we're planning on starting a business. We're actually we're planning on starting a saving yeah. and blah blah. 
actually speak to Jovan so often about money issues. <laughs> yes, so yeah, he was he 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 brought up the idea and yeah, you know, we started doing that thing and and yeah, so for us it, it, it now like I was saying, I just have that ton of vision if if I'd not that if I'd not that a business with these guys or make my money through school like I'm I'm like I'm not going to be successful and that that's the one that's the wrongest mindset that you should ever ever have there's, there's so I think there's so many ways to 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 make money but we just limit ourselves and in fact in in a way we're even limiting god because it's like you're basically saying that the only thing god can do for me is get me this job or get me this business which is but there's, there's just so much that you can do and the, and even us here like there's so much there's so many opportunities that we have access to but just never just for the most part you can even say it's fear we fear taking advantage of those of those opportunities because of the risk associated with them that's true yeah what what what, what about you do you think do you think that there's a the 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 silver bullet that you, you you get that one course and you know you start making 10k no no it can't happen mm-hmm. that 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 cannot happen because uh, we we have different ideas mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes you, you don't maybe you don't even need maybe even what you're studying might never help you true yeah but there's just not one way you there is no direct way you you just need to work so hard we need to be consistent and we need to believe in yourself because you know the, the very first time when you start up anything not, not just uh not just financial decisions but anything the very first time you start it out it just never works out mm-hmm. there are so many hurdles and as time goes by you're going to it's going to start because due to experience you're going to start picking up you're going to know what to do even your decisions are going to be a little better yeah because you're going to know what decision leads to what and so so i personally don't think that there is a silver bullet mm-hmm. to getting money so i think there are just various ways and you should keep on keeping on yeah so um now the, the question that i actually want to ask is that do you think there's an association between hard work and and getting money mm to some extent yes mm-hmm. to some extent yes okay. um let me give an example okay let me let me just give you my opinion okay. i think the more time you invest in yourself mm-hmm. I, i completely agree with the saying that time is money mm-hmm. more time you invest in yourself is the more you're going to benefit out of this um i w- i was speaking to some uncle of mine is called uncle zulu mm. he's he's a consultant and we're speaking about that he he's been giving me like this lectures on money and what mm-hmm. he's he's, a, he's very good at finance mm-hmm. he was he was working in the african development bank and he left it <laughs> because he wanted to go and do his poetry but now the money he's getting from his poetry is like five times the salary he was mm-hmm. getting when he was at the bank mm. and then he told me that when he left the bank everyone thought he was stupid because he was one of those chief auditors mm. and everyone thought, yo are you are you like crazy you're leaving 
a bank and you're going to rare chicken are you thinking rare <laughs> and no that, that's that's what and then all of a sudden after all the time he put in all the hard work he woke up he went he got the best um was this veterinary doctors he went invested in land he invested in and then the, the all the hard work he put in started paying off mm-hmm. it definitely didn't fight that point he reached yeah but after like two or three years now everyone is like should I switch and it's really late they can't wait market you understand so according to me I think there's a relationship between hard work and you know what I I I I I, 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 I 100% 100% agree for me the only reason that I asked that is that, like what I was saying is that the reason I had asked that question is that one I think one, one time I was, uh, I was I think I was on Instagram I was on Instagram or something like that and Essentially, I saw I saw this I saw this, this I, I, I don't know if it was really a meme, but it was a picture, and it was saying that it was, it gives the examples of two gentlemen, right? same age, probably around 45 each, and one one individual was working for about eight for about uh, 13 for about 12 hours a day, the other one was working for around six hours a day, but the one who was working for six hours was making way more money. And the person was what working for 12 hours you understand so for me i just wanted to actually yes. get to actually get your perspective and i also think for that for that example it really just comes down to what you choose to do in your life you understand so if you choose to do a a, a service a service type job you did you many times in many cases work less hours if you, if you, if you moved up high enough in a company versus an entrepreneur Who is, who is just starting out and has to work like if a young girl is really working super hard so who has to work around you know probably 16 hours a day so maintaining relationships with suppliers customers you know making sure that the doctors are uh, making sure that the chicken or what are, are good but I, i don't know uh, but like yeah i just wanted to actually get your uh, your perspective on that but it was good yes yeah according to me there is a relationship mm. Sometimes you need, most times, most times you need to work so hard to get to a certain level because with hard work comes experience. Mm-hmm. And once you're experienced in a certain field, it's, you're definitely good to go because even the decision-making becomes easier. Yeah, you know, you know, know what, 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 what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And so uh, there is this other question what's the path to money is it education or entrepreneurship I'm the worst person to ask that question because for me I always say <laughs> for me for me for me the truth is I'll say I'll say education and not not not, not in the sense of I'm go- that I'm going to go to school and learn this thing that's going to make me money but mm. The thing that people miss out a lot, especially people that don't go to uni, maybe they learn this through, pers- through other personal experiences, is that there's a type of work ethic and discipline that you just learn by going to school, especially not just school, but to university. You know, that be, be having to be one independent on your own for the first time, being accountable to someone, the decisions you make have actual consequences. You understand? For the most part, especially if you've just come from high school, This is the first time that you're having access to what? To such, to such, uh, to such, uh, to such actions. 
you understand that I think as a, as a young person that is a developmental stage that you are 100% have to go through 100% have to have to go through so for me I, for me in that sense I just think that there's a type of discipline that the school just gives you that you can then go and apply in the real world and then maybe follow entrepreneurship or or rather or really any anything really that that you like but I think there's there's, there's just a, there's just a, there's a certain value that you might not see it now in school but there's a certain value that you get that you get from school that you not get it to, uh, from anywhere else but then then again I would, I would also not I would not say that school you need to go to school so much um, like that that's 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 not true. A lot of a lot of people dropped out if any fact even talking about people that drop out of school to get rich the thing that people don't and that the thing that people just skip ahead and they'll tell you that oh what is who, who founded the Facebook Mark Zuckerberg dropped out yeah how you would describe a product dropped out you're talking about geniuses dropping out you're not talking about people who are getting 20 but they even drop out in like universities because if we yeah. speak like mm. about get say oh no microsoft mm. he dropped out at harvard so <laughs> people had to drop out three and not even if you can't you can't you, you, you can't you can't you can't be dropping out of 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 kokonjeru uh, and you start comparing yourself that man you get dropped out you get dropped out of harvard <laughs> you understand Yeah, out of the 90% I learn in school, 5% can be applied. The other 95% just comes from experience. You understand? So, so really, me, the difference between me and someone who never went to school is that 5%. Which, which, which if the other person works significantly harder than me, is nothing. Like, like you get what I mean, but then there's just, there's just, for me, I think school just, there's just a value that it gives in the sense of that independence that being accountable you know your actions have consequences and those, 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 are, those are some of the less some those are some of the most important lessons you know even even just you know working hard you know setting goals for yourself that I want to want to you know that I want to get this grade in this in this assignment so I need to work x and x hard or I have to you know I have to work in a team you know I need to lead the team I'm I'm given an opportunity to lead like there's so many there's so many opportunities in university gives you without having as harsh of a consequence as you could have in your life you understand so I, I, but then I just uh, just not to drive away from the question I, I for me personally I think I think the the path the path to making money really is not really school or entrepreneurship it's, it's just hard work it just really comes down to how much how much work and how much time you really, you really can invest because you might be you might decide to go into entrepreneurship but if you're not ready to work hard you should just stuff will fail you understand this you might go to school but mm-hmm. if you just want to to go and work in someone's company you might end up being minimum wage for the rest of your life and not really have as much money as you expected so i think it just comes down to how, how hard are you are you are you willing to work yeah I get uh, for me for me it depends on the education. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, 
because uh, I cannot say that education or entrepreneurship is the path to money because let me give this formal education and informal education. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to need formal education and mm-hmm. informal education. Mm-hmm. The informal education is going to be the experiences, how did you start up your business, all that stuff. Then the formal, the, the one where you need to go to class, definitely you're going to know, you're going to want to know about the money markets. Mm-hmm. You're going to know what happens when, when maybe borders are closed, or what happens when a pandemic comes. Mm-hmm. So. All, all these things end up paying off. So I think, well, a, a few people have made it without going to school mm-hmm. because uh, they are naturally sharp and they are always looking out for ways of getting money. Most of them are even talented. But I think school plays a big, mm-hmm. it plays a big role yeah, in, in getting money. And I think the information you get from school is it's not just sufficient it's a lot mm-hmm. it's more than enough yeah for whether you're a doctor or some or an engineer or an economist or you're mm. going to be a banker an auditor the information you get from school is it's paramount. a lot and it, yeah and and you know in university it becomes more practical because they tell you what you see it's not like yeah you're using case in, studies in, of what has actually happened yeah. Because I, I, I 100% uh, know, like, for you doing economics, like, if you decided to pursue economics in, within the next 10 years, let's say you were in high school, they're going to be teaching about how uh, central banks were handling this COVID situation, you know, how they decided to act on interest rates, uh, how they started giving us stimulus checks, you know, what effect did that have on the value of the country's currency and all these things, like, I think, I think if I was doing economics, like this would be a very, it would be an interesting time for me. It would be a time to just learn. It's very so interesting. So, so much to learn. Very interesting. Um, so uh, as we are getting closer to the end mm-hmm. of the podcast, when should people start investing? Now, now we've reached the time of advising our age mates. They've um, listened to all this, all the money issues and all the possessions, assets. So when should someone start investing, Melinda? Someone should start investing as soon as they get any type of money. Any type of money. There's no there's no minimum requirement to, to invest. If you have a cent, invest that cent. Understand there's no one will ever come and tell you that one cent is too small. And it really really comes down to to just that discipline of every each each amount of each amount of money that I get, I'm going to save and invest this portion. Whether it's I'm getting this money from my parents, I'm gonna put aside, let's say for example, twenty dollars a month. That twenty dollars the next year, depending on how good they are goes, could become thirty dollars. As you become more disciplined, maybe forty dollars. So I think I think it's never too early to start investing. Me my I think just after this talk I think a lot of times me and my friends talk about oh, she put money aside, put money aside, blah blah blah. But it really just comes out. Of the now they become practical. Yeah, it, it now it now has to you now have to move from from you know that like like what I said, knowledge is not power. So we know that saving and investing is good, but we don't actually do it. You understand? So so actually just sitting down and saying that okay, we we know you get this amount every month. Maybe you're working, maybe you're not working, but your parents provide for you. And saying that I want to save this amount, it doesn't. 
if people think that to invest you need to have a million dollars no 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 i'm telling you like uh, um what's it called if you if you invested if you ask your parents about nssf i don't know like i don't know one of the security one of the pension funds in uganda I think yeah, NSSF. Mm, like the, the social security fund. If you check, if you check the return of NSSF, my mom was telling me how much, how much she made, and the return was way higher than any hedge fund. You know, I think the highest hedge fund in in North America made about 10%. NSSF return on its assets last year was 11%. So just opening an an NSSF account and depositing your twenty dollars every month won't pay you. You understand? You just it, that's true. Like there's 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 so there's it, it might be that we don't do it because we don't know, or maybe we know but have just never taken the initiative. Understand? But just it could be something as small. And just maybe even if you don't have what to invest in, just start the discipline of I want to put money away every month. You understand? I put money away every yeah. month, and maybe when I develop that, wow, it's something I want to invest in. Then you say, okay. You consult, you get your advice, you talk to your friends, you talk to your family, and a hundred percent the two, the two groups of people you should never forget. You talk to your parents, and you consult God. You understand? And once you do those two, then you can now move forward. If everything is right, if everything is good, then you move forward and say, okay, I might invest in this opportunity, or I might invest in this asset. But if you're investing in an opportunity, especially entrepreneurship, you have to make sure you have done. A lot, a lot of research, and me as a finance student, me I always tell my friends, and you know we always have this, we always have our meetings on Sunday when guys are doing projects. You know, one thing I always tell them is, don't bring me a project and tell me that it's going to return 100% of our money within one year. Because for me, I laugh. <laughs> and like there's, there's, there's no like Amazon makes like 10% profit. Yeah, Amazon's one of the most profitable companies. Makes like 10, 30% profit. You're not going to come and tell me that you have a business idea that gives you 100% return. So you're telling me that you just provide service without having costs? No. Like, like even, even those are boys. <laughs> like, like, like even if a business has a 50% return, like those are those are significantly hard margins to hit. Like get get just get just get a business that's very very realistic. Like actually sit down and think. Because when people think of a business idea, they think that if I went out and sold one phone today, yeah, if I doubled the number of phones I sell next week, I'll sell yeah. both phones. You might go next week and you only have demand for one that one phone again, and you still have one phone. Just because you sold two phones this week doesn't mean that next week you come with four phones and sell all four phones. You understand? And that's and that's one that's. That, that, that's a concept that people have to have to really know when they when they're starting business. Just because you're producing doesn't mean the lowest be demand for what you're producing. You understand? So that that for me that's that those those are just a few points that I'd leave for everyone to to really really consider. I get you. Uh, uh, for me, I think yeah, just as you said, whatever I said was right. I think people should start investing as soon as possible. It's never too late and should immediately any penny you get part of all the research don't invest mm-hmm. in oh my god I tell you some story i went and did this bitcoin mm-hmm. thing long time i joined university so my mom gave me mm-hmm. some money this money was <laughs> so funny uh, okay it was my money yeah. she had given it to me but it was supposed to take me for like 
some good time because I wanted to invest and I was like if I invest this money I'll get I'll get maybe some profit in like mm-hmm. four years yeah so I got two thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> and invested now the stupid thing I did is that I did not do research mm-hmm. about where I was putting the money so I actually put it on a wrong mm-hmm. website they were not legitimate so they scammed me oh wow that's so you lost all the money and I lost, I lost all the money because that's never <laughs> and when I told my mom definitely she was pissed as a, as a mm. parent you know she worked for she gave me a lot of money and then uh, she was pissed but then because she's an auditor she knows risks she studies mm. risks she, the first thing she told me was like another time you should actually do research whenever you put your money yeah because yeah. she, she, she is also she's also an investor mm. she invests she invests in, in things and she was like she was happy that I actually thought of investing mm. the money and I knew maybe it would pay off not soon but later like mm-hmm. in five years but then she was sad that I did not do research so what what I'm advising people is that even when you're investing don't just think everything is mm-hmm. profitable do research these companies you get get their financial documents uh, Every, these companies release our documents for each financial year. You should read them. Should take your time before you. Their quarterly, their quarterly is a Q1. They say Q1, Q2, Q3, and then they have their 10Ks. 10Ks is the annual one, annual statement. Yeah. So they, people, people should not just go and say that because Amazon is one of the biggest now companies. I should okay. put my money. Bro, go and read, get their financial documents, they are online. Whatever company, you don't need to invest in the biggest company. You just need to invest in a company that shows growth because you also don't want to lose your money. Yes. And then and then also people should start up. Sometimes it's not only investing in what someone has done. Sometimes use your brains. What is your idea? Because yeah, people have used their brains. You can look at the, the, the Facebook kind of people. There's this guy in Uganda, the, the owner oh. of Safe Border. He, he has one of the brightest ideas. He does not own one single he motorcycle. He just registered all of them and he opened an application. So for him, he just gets a certain percentage of money off. Off of the different border guys, yeah. So, yeah, so I think sometimes you should also use your brains. Sometimes you don't just have to put your money in someone's business because they're definitely going to eat off mm-hmm. you. You can also start something new. What are your thoughts? Sit down with your friends. What are their ideas? Speak to them. Yeah, you should invest as soon as possible. It's never too late. And you will never regret investing. It, it always benefits, yeah. pays off. 100%, yeah, and then I was going to ask you about debt, but I think we should we should speak about this in the next episode. We shall have an episode with Jackson. It will be about how to run a business. Yeah, I think I think 
Like, especially from 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 my internship, we do we work with a lot of uh, different businesses. So I think I think I can add I can add more value than I did than I did yesterday. It was just more just more of my opinion. Anyone can anyone really can have can have an opinion. But on that on that topic, a hundred percent, I'd be I'd be willing to talk about that. And I also know Jackson has strategies most for businesses. So yeah. So uh, what I what what I was saying is that. Um, we shall, I was going to ask you about the date, but we shall speak about it uh, with Jackson. Jackson wasn't able to come to today's, to be around for today's recording, today's episode, because he had an interview. He told yeah, me he had he an interview somewhere. So uh, we shall, uh, on the next, not the next episode, it will come up like in the next two weeks about how to run a business. And yeah. We shall speak about how to handle dates and all that yeah, stuff. And, and, and you know what? Well, like on that, I think mm. that, yeah, that, that would definitely that would definitely be an interesting topic because where I work for my for my for my internship, what we what we essentially do is acquire companies using significant amounts of debts and limited limited amounts of what of cash. Yeah, it's very, it's it's very, it's, mm. it's a very interesting topic to learn how how people don't use their own money but use debts to acquire other companies and make profit from them. I think I think it would be a super cool chat. Yeah, alright, we shall speak about that then. Uh, what 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 are your final words on this platform? Uh, what what do you want to tell everyone out there? Any shout outs? Of course. Yeah, so uh, obviously Christmas. Thank you for the opportunity, um, you know, coming on this podcast and sharing my views with uh, with your listeners. You're not giving me a chance to give me the platform to also express myself. Um, I'd like to thank you so much for this uh, for this invitation. I really, I really learned learned a lot. This has been a good. I'd say a good reflection um, on the things that we have to do uh, better. Um, I'm sure you yourself have learned as much from me as I have learned from you, if not uh, if not more. And uh, yeah, this has overall been a uh, a uh, overall great uh, great experience. I do hope to come back on this podcast once again to share another moment uh, with yourself and. Uh, and your listeners. Um, the one thing that obviously that I would refer to um, again is something that I did say before. Actually, that I'd actually like to leave with your uh, with your listeners is that the position that you are in right now is essentially an accumulated set of decisions that you have been making throughout your life. So, whether it's a school that you go to, the car that you have, the house that you live in, the relationships that you have. If you actually sit down and actually think about where you are in these different points in life, you will see that the decisions that you have made have brought you to that uh, to that position, whether good or bad. So it's now up to you, uh, the listener, myself, Crispus. It's now up to us to really uh, look look back at the decisions and see how we can adjust and change them so that we can make better decisions and uh, essentially have. A, um, a better life 
um yeah and also just to just ref- and also another thing is to essentially reflect on how you want to be viewed by uh by others right yeah and uh so when, when it comes to also being viewed by others so take take this example take this for example rather um toyota versus uh, tesla toyota made uh probably 200 billion dollars in revenue last year tesla made only 24 billion but because of because of tesla's forward thinking and how much people believe in tesla and what it can do for the future tesla is, is viewed as uh, as worth more than uh than Toyota, it's viewed uh, it's viewed at about ten billion dollars more than than Toyota. Yet it makes almost hundred and fifty billion dollars less in revenue. So yeah, just start looking at yourself and seeing what you can improve, how you can improve the way others view you, and the value that you essentially attach onto yourself for other people to see. Um, do not let um, other people's views um, essentially bring value to you you can listen to them and make adjustments but they should not be the uh, sole contributor as uh, as to how you view and value your uh, your contribution to uh to society um essentially you're the one that picks uh, what you're worth and it's only up to you the value that other people can uh, can essentially see um and yeah just to conclude i'll just give a special i'd like to give a special thanks to uh to my mom uh, she's been a great uh, great mentor she's been a great uh, great source of advice um she's always supported my dreams even though they were they are a bit uh, sometimes unrealistic she has uh, she has uh, sacrificed a lot for me to be in the position that i am and have the opportunities that i have so i'd like to say a special thank you to my mom uh, special thank you to uh to my uh to uh, what's her name? Uh, to Akiki. Um, special thank you to uh, to my to my friends. Um, Soketo, Jackson, Magezi, Uche, Omadi, Elvis, JV, you know, Chris Pasiaso for bringing me on this platform. And uh, yeah, those are the people um, in my life that are essentially um, my uh, my backbone. The people that I always lean on and essentially go to whenever i uh i'm in any sort of trouble or need advice and uh yeah i'd just like to encourage the listeners to uh stay tuned stay still listening to your boy chris he's bringing you some uh some uh some some great content so stay tuned keep listening keep supporting he is uh for for the fellow ugandans he's uh he's a pillar of what of what we should be um he visualized something and he put himself out there to uh to achieve this uh this dream of his so yeah uh keep supporting show love share like support in as many ways as you uh, as you possibly can and yeah catch you the next time that we speak thanks molinda thanks for uh accepting to come to my podcast um i'm, I'm grateful for your information your knowledge and uh i'm sure people are going to be happy to listen and to know when to save uh when to spend uh, how to use their resources and uh, big ups to Keto for being the, the mentor he is, uh, the Jacksons, the Magazines, um, everyone there, JV, uh, Uche, Conrad, yeah, and um, also to my friends here, uh, Bade, Tyre, Static Productions, 
uh, uh, well, you guys, uh, if you need anything, music, uh, podcast, uh, anything to do with audio, just hit me up at a very small price. <laughs> I will be willing to link you up to this guy. Uh, also, don't forget to go and subscribe to your captain on YouTube. Uh, he has the best vlogs in East Africa. When I say the best vlogs in East Africa, I know what I'm saying. He has the best vlogs. And also don't forget to uh, subscribe to my podcast in Apple Music. Uh, and also on Spotify, don't forget to follow me. And yeah, I'll be giving you updates on my Instagram, The Greater Jane. Don't forget to follow. And yeah. See you in my next episode.